the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, who is ready for any discussion you want to have or questions about the Bible, welcome here on the Bible Talk program. And I don't do this all alone. Of course, I have to pray. God has to help me if, we, if I'm going to do anything. And we've got Luke, that young ever-ready technician, young guy, but very, very smart. He's uh, pushing the buttons, pulling the dials, and he'll be the one to uh, talk to you before you get on the air if you call. That number, again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Emmy Moss. What am I going to talk about today? Well, one of my pet peeves, it just bothers me like crazy. The more I watch television and watch the news especially, it drives me more and more and more crazy. Right. That we as human beings, and notice I have to include myself in that group, even though I don't have this particular problem that we're about to talk about today, but it just bothers me that we can be as a goodness, as unintelligent we are, uh, especially as much as we really know or should know about mankind. What is driving me crazy? Racism, the whole idea and concept of racism, where uh, one so-called race thinks they're better than the other so-called race, and et cetera, et cetera, as we deal with all of that, which absolutely makes absolutely no sense. Okay? Uh, now, now, but if science, okay, and if, if science can't understand this, then the Bible most certainly can. Okay? Because according to the Bible, there's only one race, and that is the human race. Okay? It's not black man, white man, yellow man, red man. All these things are, are uh, superficial biological characteristics that we use to separate ourselves from one another. But the Bible has nothing to do with it. Okay? If you uh, need blood, 
you can get it from any human being as long as the blood type is okay, but it has nothing to do at all with your, with your race. The Bible, I mean, the Bible tells us that there's only one race, the human race, and there's something that all of us share in that. All right, the number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss in a program I'd like to call God did it first. God showed us. He set the way. But we have denied what God has shown us in the Bible concerning a lot of things, okay? Uh, and especially the whole idea of racism. Yeah, but some of you are thinking we've got worse problems than that. And you're right, yeah, if you've looked at what's happening in our schools where girls want to be boys, boys want to be girls, and you've got teachers who, in, who will get with them and discuss this, it's some kind of insanity that surely it's going on. Number to call, area code 866-423-95. We've got Gary and Holly calling. Hello, Gary. How are you doing? Hello, Pastor Moss. Can you hear me? I sure can, sir. Oh, okay. I hope you enjoyed your weekend with your church family and that. Uh, I have a question. Number one, you were talking about that you were a, a Trinitarian Baptist. And I'm a oneness Pentecostal, like PAW and United Pentecostal Church International. Uh-huh. Well, I'm, and I've been studying about the Trinity theology and the oneness theology. And there's a scripture I'd like you to read, First John 5, 7. Okay, First John 5 and 7. Okay, yes. rushing there as fast as I can get there, First John 5 and 7. And what it says in First John 5 and 7 uh, is this. For there are three... Now, bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, these three are one. Okay, Okay. about that scripture there, um, the Latin agrees with that scripture, and the King James and other English translations agree with it. But the Aramaic doesn't say that. Uh, Have you ever read the Aramaic uh, translation? No, I've seen Aramaic, but uh, I don't agree with you. And I've read okay, scholars that read what it says. This means exactly what it says. No, it doesn't say what the King James and what you just read. It says, "And the Spirit beareth witness, for the Spirit is truth." No, and it says the same. thing. You know thing. that? Yeah, it says the same thing. No, it says, the Aramaic says, "And the Spirit beareth witness, for the Spirit is truth." The other writings that you said, it doesn't say it. I had the calamity. Well, uh, another scripture I want to go to is First Timothy. Let me tell you this: I had the calamity uh, of taking uh, Hebrew in seminary, and some Aramaic was thrown in there. So I, I kind of know, but uh, no, you're uh, just wrong. Did you agree that Aramaic was the first translation written by Paul? Written by Paul? No. Well, that's what the Aramaic says. Uh, find me some scholarship. Okay, read, read this scripture. One more scripture. Uh, let, let me finish. Let me finish, because I'm going to have to cut you off if you keep talking over me. Um, uh, this is something that you have to demonstrate. You have to get the book, get it in front of your eyes, and show me what it says. Okay? Because, listen, I have a whole library. I'm not trying to brag, but uh, it's easy to look up this stuff. And what the Bible says here is exactly what it means when you turn to 1 John 5 and 7, where it says, and, and I know it gives you problems, this verse does, Gary, because it sounds a lot like Trinitarian doctrine, doesn't it? Where it says that there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. 
I mean, I know, I know that's clearly, so definitely you've got to refute it because it seems like it's surely talking about the doctrine of the Trinity here. So it's real bad to try to say, well, if it don't say it, uh, if it says it is, it's just wrong because it's translated wrong. You'd have to say that about every Trinitarian verse in the Bible. In fact, people could do that about anything. But always remember, scholarship has to back you up. Get that book from Aramaic or whatever you say, and uh, we can talk about it. But I understand, I, I had some Hebrew and um, uh, some Greek. In fact, to be honest with you, uh, uh, I don't know why this happened, but I had my professor make me a member of the Hebrew uh, Honor Society. And, Gary, I don't know how I got that designation because I understood some, but I didn't get that much. But now I just have to say here, uh, but there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. And then it quotes uh, Deuteronomy 6 and 4 and Matthew 28:19 to be with it. And there's a number of other scriptures that uh, do support Trinitarian doctrine. However, I believe in the Trinity, but there's one thing I don't believe. I don't believe that anyone is going to be punished by God and wind up in hell because they cannot understand the doctrine of the Trinity. Okay? Um, uh, me, I, I'm in, in other words, and I get so angry when people say, well, uh, you believe in three gods. I don't. All I believe is in, in one. I'm a, all Trinitarians who are Orthodox are uh, monotheists. We believe in only one God. Just it exists in three eternal persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So if you bring up a language argument, you got to actually read from the pure Aramaic. Uh, and, uh, uh, and there's too many verses in here that support the Trinity that uh, you'll never accomplish your task. Thank you for calling. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. That's what I love about this program, that even though I might want to talk about other things, you guys have your own agenda, just like Gary. And, hey, I want you to bring those subjects up. Definitely. Anything about the Bible is welcome on this program. So definitely you can call that number. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Mark. And dealing with that subject of racism, okay, where does it come from? I'll tell you this. It surely doesn't come from God. Not from God. It's something totally. In fact, I get so angry when people try to incorporate God in their racism. I'm sorry. Cannot be done. And if we actually looked at the Bible and what it said, when you come away from it, you definitely would not be a racist, okay? Because Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 is very clear, where it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Now, uh, uh, Gary's call inspires me to kind of focus on this a little more in verse 26. Now, notice what it says. And God said, let us make man in our image. Okay? But we know in the Bible that we were made in the image of God. So who is the us that God is talking about? Couldn't have been talking about the angels because we're not made in the image of angels. Okay? We're made in the image of God. So evidently the us no doubt, okay, were other members of the Godhead, okay? God the Father, 
Okay? Then we got God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Okay? So just throwing that in there. Okay? Notice in verse 27, okay? Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Got that? So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Okay? So all men, all women, no matter where you find them in the world or on the earth, were created in the image of God. That's it. Okay? That's it. So to talk about the black race, the white race, okay, <laughs> and, and, and all that, it's ridiculous. These just superficial biological differences do not create races. Okay? They are a, a, a variation in uh, human beings, but they're not races. Only one race, the human race, of which all of us are a part. And the Bible is clear on that. And if we just would stick with the Bible, we wouldn't be having the trouble uh, in this area that we do. And there's more that we're going to be talking about. Number to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. As we look today at all of the, uh, uh, or many of the verses, which blows away the foolishness of humanity. And I'm here to tell you, even uh, anthropology <laughs> uh, and anthropologists need to kind of take a look at this if you're uh, uh, chopping up human beings into different races. And, oh, please, don't talk about Charles Darwin, who literally was using evolution to show that the black man was inferior, okay, to a uh, Caucasian. And there's nothing at all in the Bible that indicates that at all, nor uh, in, the, in, uh, in human history that demonstrates that. There is no racism taught in the Bible. Number to call, area code 866 Eric code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to Colorado. Can't believe it. A call from Colorado. Uh, sir, you're on the air. Hello, uh, Pastor Moss. Um, my question was concerning um, in First John chapter 5. Um, I grew up reading the King James Version, and I heard Bible teachers say that it wasn't in the original translation. I do believe in the Trinity because it's all the way through the Bible from Genesis chapter 1. But um, is that true? It wasn't in the Bible uh, back um, in the first century? In First John chapter 5 and verse 7? Uh, I believe so, uh, where it said that there are three that bear record in heaven. Yes, there are record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. Okay? And they say this wasn't in, the, in, 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 in what? To a lot of like teachers I listened to on the radio, they say it wasn't in the early transfer. But to me, that gives a stronger argument for the Trinity. And if it was in there or not, to me, it's a stronger uh, case of scripture of the Trinity, whether it was there or not. But I just don't, I, I never went to college, so I don't know if it's there or not. I'm telling the truth or not about it, to be honest. A library, and if they have uh, the different translations, you can uh, look at it. I found it and found it in others, uh, other than just the, uh, the English. And then we have to remember something, too, that when 
things are always said more than one time in the Bible. In many cases, and I, and I'm, and I praise God that God did this, that he, uh, when he talks about one doctrine, you can find that talked about in numerous scriptures, okay? In fact, all you've got to do is get yourself a concordance, and um, this scripture here that uh, they're saying is missing from uh, some manuscripts or something, okay, is found mentioned in other places in the Bible. For instance, if you go to Matthew chapter uh, 28, okay, verse 19, what do we got here? In Matthew 28:19, Jesus says, and these are his words, Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Guess what? That sounds exactly like what we see in 1 John 5 and 7. Okay? So what happens is, and this is what people don't realize, that if a, there's a, a doctrine taught in the Bible, it's always backed up by more than one verse. So even if, and there are some minor uh, errors in some of the copied manuscripts, not in the original, but in the manuscripts. But the overwhelming, uh, the overwhelming fact is God had enough sense to put his teachings in more than just one place. So I could go all through the Bible showing you uh, things that support uh, Trinitarianism. Does that help any? Uh, yes, sir, because, yeah, I believe the same, but some Bible teachers say, oh, it's not in First John back in the day, but, like, uh, when I read the Scripture, when you take it out, it get it, you take away the authority of the Scripture that was there in the beginning, and reading the context, like you said, all the Scriptures in Mark 16, Matthew 28, it's uh, the Godhead of God, and that's very important to know about. God, because God, like you said, will want us to know who he is as his kids, as his followers. And so, yes, that really helped. Thank you. And you're right. And, and then, uh, just one more for you. While you're with it. Like I say, uh, all the theology in the Bible is always taught in more than just one place. Uh, and that is why uh, systematic theology needs to be taught, especially in, um, uh, in, in churches and in the Bible studies, because you get it at at Bible College and Seminary, but even in the Old Testament, right? First, when we went to Genesis, where it said, let us make man in our own image, who's the us he's talking about? Okay? It's one God who exists as three eternal persons, same in essence, nature, substance, different in person, and in office. And we've got Isaiah, okay? Isaiah chapter 48 and verse 16. Look at what it says, okay? It says this, Isaiah 48, 16, come you near unto me, hear you this. Okay, and this is God speaking. Come you near unto me, hear you this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was, there am I. That's number one. And now the Lord God, number two, and his spirit, number three, has sent me. Okay? You can find, uh, in fact, I could teach from at least ten or more verses, okay, the doctrine of the Trinity, being expressed throughout the Bible. Okay? Uh, all right. I want to thank him for calling. That number. Uh, okay, we got a call from Livonia. Hello? Oh, hi, Pastor Moss. How are you doing? Well, hello, sir. How are you? What's your name, sir? My name is Hugh, and uh, I've talked to you before, but uh, the subject of racism got me uh, interested. Uh, <clears throat> In in uh, ancient Egypt, 
you know, they had the uh, the kings, various kings of Egypt, and they they fought each other, and they fought the Nubians, which were uh, uh, upper Nile, more or less towards Ethiopia, probably darker colored skin. But uh, the Nubians was were whipping up on them at one point. I think they even had some black pharaohs uh, down in the Sibian area. But uh, history has a way of uh, teaching us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when uh, Joseph came to Egypt, uh, they, they had the so-called shepherd kings that were uh, similar racially, I guess you'd say. But over time, of course, after the memory of Joseph was gone, we had the uh, the same kind of people, but they were turning more and more like the Egyptians and Thebes. And they tried to cozy up to them and you know, keep from fighting them because they, they weren't very good at fighting them, I guess. And uh, at that point, they started, decided all of these uh, – People like the the Hebrews were a, a, a bad idea, you know, and there's that's how we get the Exodus. Well, fast forward, of course, uh, Moses was raised in Egypt before they decided that it was a bad idea to be a non-Egyptian, and uh, <clears throat> he he knew a lot of these uh, folks, I'm sure. He probably knew Nubians as well as others because the shepherd kings tried to hook up with the Nubians at one point to defeat the Thebians. That didn't work. And uh, so, long story short, they're in the Exodus, and at that point, I'm not sure if Moses' first wife had died. He had married, uh, uh, I forgot her name now. Uh, anyway, she had a son with him. And, uh, and then in the book of Numbers, we see that Moses... Uh, felt compassion towards this Nubian woman who was Nubian, moving along yeah. with him. Yeah, and he married her. What that shows you is that the Bible has absolutely nothing uh, against uh, in favor of racism. Okay, the color of your skin yeah. did not judge your humanity in the Bible. Well, Moses' family didn't think highly of that whole deal. Right, <laughs> and, but yes, uh, as, so right. <laughs> God came down and gave them a shellacking. <laughs> he did, yeah. Speaking against uh, uh, Moses. Sure did. God intervened. God became uh, Martin Luther King. He <laughs> came in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And gave them a piece of his The Bible does One. not support the stupid idea that uh, yeah. uh, the kid had concerning uh, race. It just simply doesn't. It makes yeah. absolutely no sense at all. One commentator I read uh, said, you know, when uh, they got up in arms with Moses marrying this uh, Nubian woman, uh, God said, oh, you want white? I'll give you white. He struck her with leprosy where your skin is really white and flaky. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, God has a way of showing you that what you're doing doesn't make any sense. Listen, I want to thank you for your call. Number to call, Eric, 866-423-9578. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the on the air Bible talk with just the Pastor Emmy Moss. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. TV news—it's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest: more hate. 
We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. You're out. It is time to throw partisan politics out of our judicial system. All individuals should be accountable to the law and treated equally. We need to tell our judges that political favoritism has no place in the court of law. That is why lifelong Michigander Paul Hudson says he's running to serve his fellow citizens on the Michigan Supreme Court. Paul Hudson has vowed to be impartial and keep politics out of the courtroom. Paul Hudson is a former Division I baseball player. Today, he spends his time in the courtroom rather than on the baseball field, leading the appeals group at one of Michigan's most respected law firms, where he's argued more than 150 cases. Paul Hudson understands legislators make laws, not judges. And for our judicial system to work, we need judges who make decisions based on the law, not personal opinions. In that sense, a good judge is like an umpire. Thank Paul Hudson for his commitment to being a neutral umpire and just calling those balls and strikes. Paid for by the Michigan Rule of Law Project, 215 South Washington Square, Suite 200, Lansing, Michigan, 48933. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code LUKE. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world wants us to think just like it does. The problem is that's usually not God's view. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie launches a series called Worldview. It's a series dedicated to helping us think and act biblically. We'll get insight on salvation and practical help in avoiding worry. Be sure to tune in for A New Beginning. Tune in mornings at 10 on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Yes, we are victorious, that's for sure. Those of us who believe in Jesus Christ, that he rose from the dead for our sins in a resurrected body and that he's coming back for us, thank God that we are forgiven and our names already written in heaven. Number to call, area code 866, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Had an interesting caller who actually... Uh, uh, helps with this discussion we're having on the subject of the fact that the, uh, there's only one race, the human race. And to be honest with you, we never should have been divided as different races based upon the color of our skin. Makes no biological 
nor any sociological sense. Uh, and the Bible, of course, is against racism. Uh, and, in fact, I remember uh, talking to a group of, um, of uh, black radicals, you know, uh, where we uh, got together and said the Bible is a racist book. Okay? And so I had to defend the Bible. What do you mean the Bible is a racist book? Now, there's a lot of things that show that the Bible is not racist, but there's not a better example you can find better than Numbers chapter 12. Number chapter, Numbers chapter 12 should end the discussion that the Bible is somehow against black folks okay, and, and people of color because of what the, uh, one of our callers mentioned. I've got the text here, Numbers chapter 12, verse 1. So let's look at this for a few minutes. Okay? Remember that number, though, where you can call if you want to talk to me. That's area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, Numbers chapter 12, look at this. says, verse 1, And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. Okay, So she was from Ethiopia, Ethiopia no doubt, black in skin color, right? And they, and they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard. In other words, they were upset that he had done it, okay? that he had done this. Okay? Now, when you see this, there's one thing surely that you know, okay? that if the Bible was a racist book, okay? a book written, as uh, some of my uh, African-American friends were saying, by the white man to come against blacks, uh, they wouldn't put a chapter like this in there if it was written by a white racist, okay? Because here it talks about Moses marrying an Ethiopian woman, and more than that, okay? Uh, when Miriam and Aaron came against it, in verse 2 it says, And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. The Lord heard them, okay, in their anger, talking against Moses because he had married this black Ethiopian woman, right? And the Lord heard it. Now, the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth, okay? So I guess the Bible is telling us to tell us that he didn't come at, against them for this. He didn't seem to uh, attack them, okay, when they came against him. But the Lord intervened. And in verse 4, my goodness gracious, Numbers chapter 12, verse 4, And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron, and unto Miriam, come out, you three, because all of them were against Moses because he made an Ethiopian woman. Come out, you three, and under the tabernacle of the congregation, and the three came out, and the Lord came down. I mean, when God comes down <laughs> uh, in your problem, into your problem, you better watch it. And the Lord, this is verse 5, Numbers 12 and 5, and the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle, and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. And he said, Hear now my words. God was in grant. Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth even apparently, and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. 
Whereupon then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? They should have kept their mouths shut about the Ethiopian woman that he had married, okay? Came right against them, okay? And all I can say is, hurrah, hurrah, for God, who is against racism, okay? Notice verse 9, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. But he left something behind. And our caller did talk about this. He knew his Bible very well. Verse 10, And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech thee, lay not this sin upon us. Okay, notice, sin. Okay, they did sin, coming against Moses because of his marriage choice. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech thee, lay not uh, the sin upon us, wherein we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned. Let her not be as one dead, of whom the flesh is half consumed, when he comes out of his mother's womb. And Moses cried unto the Lord, Moses was a gracious man, saying, uh, Heal her now, O Lord, I beseech thee. Okay? And the Lord said unto Moses, uh, in her, if her father had spit in her face, should she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp seven days, and after that, let her be received in again. Yeah? God knows how to deal with racism, and racism is not taught by the Bible, but racism is condemned by the Bible. Number to call, area code 869578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. We've got uh, Reverend Taylor on the line. How you doing, sir? Brenda, how you doing, Brenda? Oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm not sure. a reverend. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I right. have a question. But he said reverend, have, you know. Yeah. I have a question. Uh, sure. I want to know. I want to know why people think that America is blessed. They said it counted on the on Jesus Christ because Jesus wasn't for slavery or anything like that, what how they treated the black race and the Indians. I just confused about that. So your question is what now? Why do people believe that uh we're blessed and um and that this this um country was founded on Jesus Christ? I I don't That this country was founded on Jesus Christ? Yeah, that's what I hear from a lot of people. Oh, that we were founded on Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that we were founded on him necessarily, but definitely uh, the United States is a country that embraced Christianity and allows freedom for religion, for other religions as well. Uh, America doesn't condemn them. But definitely in the early history of our country, uh, uh, the New Testament uh, and uh, Christianity became central. In fact, uh, even uh, religiously, the greatest supporters of uh, Israel, okay, uh, from the United States. So that is why we could be considered a Christian country. But I'm here to tell you, the numbers are are going in a smaller direction. We are now being outnumbered, okay, by other religions, especially Islam. Okay. Right. So but okay. still, we have to. Any uh, documents you read that um, yeah. uh, America was founded by. Uh, not perfect people, but people who did believe in Jesus Christ. That's the truth. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. A good question. 
All right. We've lost weight. Many of the things we should have uh, should be doing better. But we have to say we are a Christian-influenced country very heavily. Okay? That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, dealing with the subject of racism, okay, and the fact that the Bible is against it. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Are you concerned about outliving your money? How would you like to have guaranteed growth in a lifetime of income you can never outlive? Join Bill Duggan for the Safe Money Radio Show on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and Sunday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. On FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, listen to the Safe Money Radio Show with host Bill Duggan. Call to receive your complimentary customized Safe Money book and Safe Money information kit. Call Bill Duggan now at 844-647-7233. That's 844-647-7233. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Or call 855-565-5519 to book today. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Before abortion was legalized, pro-abortion activists claimed tens of thousands of women died from illegal back alley abortions. One of those people, Dr. Bernard Nathanson, later admitted those numbers were totally false. According to the U.S. Vital Statistics, only 39 women died from illegal abortions the year before Roe v. Wade. Today, the extreme pro-abortion organization called Occupy Democrats claims the same outrageous numbers. They also claim Roe was the end of women dying from abortions. This is another lie. Hundreds of women have died from legal abortions since Roe. And those are only the reported ones. Most go unreported. Abortion advocates will say and do anything to keep the lucrative abortion industry humming along while women and their babies suffer. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit, in Odyssey Station. Code 866 423 9578. 
866-423-9578. You're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Got two callers on the line. First, let's go to Lucinda. We'll get to our second caller in just a minute. But first, Lucinda, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What is on your mind, young lady? I have a question about the rapture. And it's really a two-part question about the rapture. Um, 1 Thessalonians 4.16, I want to focus on the dead in Christ will rise first. So my question is, with regards to those Christians who died during the tribulation period, and at the end of that, uh, what kind of resurrection will they experience that's different from the resurrection of the saints who met the Lord in the air? Uh, actually, probably none. We're just talking about uh, two resurrections that happened at different times. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, pre-trib, those who are raptured um, before the tribulation, are believers who accepted Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, and so uh, they are resurrected. Uh, and uh, by that we mean uh, some of them are, uh, well, some uh, experience uh, resurrection. That means they're raised from the grave, you know. They're, right. They have the same experience Jesus had, soul and spirit reconnected with their bodies. Their bodies right. become resurrected bodies, and they go into heaven that way. Uh, there's others who will have like the Enoch and Elijah experience where they are okay. alive. And they don't die. They just get changed okay. and go up immediately. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so in uh, uh, the actual second coming proper, uh, there it won't be rapture. Everybody who, all the Christians would have been those who died because the rapture already took place. Okay. So with regards to those, you said, who probably, who will have like the Elijah experience, but what if their, let's say their bodies were torn apart or they were burned uh, because my understanding is with the saints who, or the Christians who were raptured before the tribulation, at some point they're going to, they're, uh, they're going to reconnect with their, with their body. Is that correct? Well, those who are the raptured ones. Yeah. Those who are raptured, in other words, the, uh, the dead will be raptured. They'll be given, uh, 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 at the rapture, they will be given glorified bodies then. The, those that are alive now, but they have to literally be risen from the grave to get their glorified bodies, right? Those right. who are alive will just be changed, okay? Right. And so they'll go instantly into heaven, but they will have glorified bodies, but not resurrected. By glorified, we mean those who are raptured, their bodies will be changed from natural to supernatural, okay? So we call them glorified bodies. We wouldn't call them resurrected because resurrected, you have to die and be buried. Then be resurrected. Yes, so that's the two yes. there, okay? Yes. Okay. And so um, with regards to the Lord returning in First Thessalonians 3.13, uh, it refers to him returning with all the saints. Does that literally mean he is going to have all of the saints with him, or is that a particular set of people? Well, you said uh, First Thessalonians. Uh, First Thessalonians three and thirteen. First Thessalonians three and thirteen, right? Where yes. it says, "Yeah, it says to this end, 
he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Okay? Uh, so what happens here, he comes back, and your question was, uh, 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 is, is, it literally, is it literally all the saints? Yeah, well, they're there. Yeah, they will come back. All the saints that are with him says to the end that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, and the coming of Jesus Christ with all his saints. And I think wow. that's referring to both of them together, okay? Uh, the rapture as well as the second coming proper where he comes to earth, okay? That wow. all of them, even though it may be, uh, 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 you know, those raptured up first and then those who are, uh, go through the tribulation, all of them are going to be coming back with him. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of not, and yet, hopefully it'd be more than we could ever imagine. <laughs> Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Also, we got Raymond on the line. How you doing, Raymond? Raymond. Hi. Raymond. Hi, Pastor. How you doing? I'm and well, your, thank you. I have a what's your name again? Raymond. Raymond. Okay. I, my yes. wife was correcting me, so I got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. What's your question? Well, it's a two-part question. The caller that was asking the states uh, founded on Jesus Christ, uh, a well-known pastor recently, for lack of a better term, was kind of bragging about the founding forefathers and their Christianity. But my concern and my question to you is apologetically, how could I, what scripture could I share regarding slavery? I mean, the first 13 presidents, my understanding, did own slaves. The first 13 presidents of the United States. So be that as it may, you know, I don't know what their thought process was. How could they justify Christianity and be slave owners? What, well, you know, what happens is that even amongst Christians, as you know, nobody is perfect, okay? in no country, okay? And so, yes, uh, much to its shame, America was involved in uh, uh, slavery. But the, the, the truth is that absolutely every, every nation in the world has practiced slavery. Not a one that hasn't. Even Africans had African slaves. Uh, Muslims, they had African slaves. Okay? But the thing that's interesting about it, and it was, it was bad for America, but one thing we have to uh, realize, that America ended slavery as well, okay? They ended slavery, and uh, they ended earlier than many other nations, okay? In fact, after when the United States had passed laws against slavery and stopped it, still other countries, like Islam, was practicing slavery. In fact, American uh, 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 pe uh, uh, people who were... Uh, in the Navy, in ships, uh, they would literally rescue uh, black slaves from Islamic uh, ships after they had, after America had ended slavery, okay? So, yes, America got involved in it, but then when they came against it, then they uh, were rescuing slaves that, had been, uh, uh, that were being taken to Africa and taken to Islam. And always remember, a guy by the name of, uh, of John Brown, okay, here was a white a Christian guy who formed an interracial army of black and whites okay, to come against slavery in America. And nobody talks about him. He was willing to give his life. And he had an interracial army. A movie should be made about this guy, but you don't hear it. You know, you don't hear that 
whole truth. Okay? And he uh, uh, came against slavery in his time. He had whites with him and blacks with him opposing slavery. Absolutely. In fact, since you mentioned movies, I understand the issue is, well, the woman team, the uh, actress Lapita went over, they offered her the role, but according to her and her, her research, that particular female army was into human trafficking. So you, you're right, you know, that goes on and that didn't come out in the movie, but there it's really not, interesting. Yeah, there is not a country that has not practiced racism. Or slavery, not a one. Okay, yeah. If you look at it historically, it's sad to say, but we can say this: that America abandoned uh, slavery, the practice of slavery, and when they did, they started rescuing slaves that had been captured by others. Good point. Thank you. And then the second question I have: churches partaking in Harvest Night on October 31st. Lots of conversation going on. The social media, uh, whether it's right or wrong, how, you know, avoid all appearance of evil. But I also understand the concept you got to catch a fish before you can clean a fish. So <laughs> if the young kids aren't in the and they're going to be out in the street. So I kind of sort of understand the concept of the churches pulling them in. And some churches even have church service. So I, I, I like that. But others are, oh, no, you shouldn't even partake of it. So I was just wondering what your view is regarding that. Well, what happens is, uh, now, I was one back in the day, okay, who didn't quit trick-or-treating until I was about 14 or 15 years old. <laughs> but um, uh, it is something, when I really looked into it, okay, as I uh, you know, grew older, uh, and especially when I got into ministry, uh, too much attention is paid to the occult and the devil and witchcraft and all of that, uh, Halloween actually has nothing at all to do with Christianity. It really has a lot to do with uh, the, the devil and the kingdom of the occult. Uh, trick-or-treating was supposed to be something done to ward off uh, demon spirits and things of this nature. So it's really not Christian. Now, what we should do on that day, I know some Christians like to, uh, when kids come around or people trick-or-treating, they give them Christian tracts. Okay? so it can tell them something about God or something like that. Uh, a lot of people, churches do what I do. I have spiritual warfare conferences. We don't celebrate uh, uh, Halloween at all, but we come against the occult, against the devil. Um, we talk about demon possession and how to stay away from Ouija boards. We use that day to come against the powers of darkness. So, uh, so I don't think it's a, a healthy thing to do. Some churches... Uh, rather than have Halloween celebrations, they, you know, they, uh, especially uh, those from a rural background, will have a horse-drawn carriages or something they celebrate, but they don't want to get into the, the occultic side of it, dealing with the devil and that, because you have to be careful. That's very prevalent, uh, the, uh, the discussion of Satan uh, on Halloween. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, and keep up the good work. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling all right, we got Bob in Detroit. How you doing? Tom, how you doing, John? Oh, hi. I thought you said Bob. Uh, yeah. I did. Uh, <laughs> I got it wrong. Oh. <laughs> Didn't hear it wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Tom. Yeah, Doubting Thomas. Um, the, the, uh, you are talking about the Trinity earlier, uh, caller, was, you know, wondering if it was actually in the Bible, in the original translation. Uh-huh. <laughs> to understand the Trinity... I think you have to go all the way back to Genesis, and it says 
that uh, God created man out of the dust of the earth and breathed life into him. You have to know what life is, okay? And I don't think most people can define life. So I don't know. And, uh, you know, and I, I kind of think I'm rich, but it's okay when people say what most people don't do. It kind of sounds kind of insulting to me, but it's okay. sounds like a person who is saying, I know, but y'all don't know. And that always troubled me because I think we should be more humble, just state our facts, and don't talk about what other people uh, know. But uh, in terms of it, I think that it starts a little bit earlier than what you're saying. In Genesis, I agree with you, where it says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and every living creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Now, why did he say, let us make man? Well, I, 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 because I, uh, that, was, that was the Elohim, was uh, plural. So, I mean, it, it seems pretty straightforward that uh, <clears throat> there was, there, you know, there, the uh, heavenly beings that uh, took, you know, orders from the highest uh, levels, the actual life, and then uh, create did the creation according to the word, which is why everything stays together in one piece instead of, you know, not working. Well, and, you know, we got gravity, electricity, all kinds of things. Yeah, but what I, what I need, uh, a person who's looking right at your text here, and God said, let us make man in our image. Who's the us? Well, that's a good one. That's, you know, I mean, that that's a good one. I just, I, I, I guess I guess I wasn't very good at, at explaining it, but I'm, in my view, there was heavenly beings that were involved in the creation. Well, okay, but then over in Genesis chapter 9, verse 6, uh, it says, Whosoever sheds man's blood, by man shall blood be shed, for in the image of God made he man. He didn't say anything about any others. Just the image of God. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was, what, what, was that the was that the uh was that the law? It was a death penalty for murder? Or or no, did that yes. mean that somehow instant karma would catch up to somebody? But there's a part of it that's being overlooked here. You're right. It does talk about murder. But notice, it also talks about, it's similar to the first verse we read. Because it says, Whosoever sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. Here it just says God. But over in the other passage it says, let us. So that is what Trinitarianism is all about. We do not believe in three gods. There's one God who exists as three eternal persons. Same in nature, essence, and substance, different in person and in office. Okay? Just like water is made of liquid, can be a liquid form to it. Uh, there can be a frozen form to it in ice. There can be a uh, uh, vapor form to it, okay? uh, all at the same time, and it still be just H2O. Okay? Um, so uh, so we're, we're not three gods. We're talking about one God who exists as three eternal persons, okay? Same in essence, substance, nature, different in person in office, but only one God. We're not polytheists. Thank you for your call, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, 
Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, and I'm here to tell you, as I say always, so much theology, so little time, okay? And I think we've got a few minutes left here. Luke, how much time we got? we got about a minute and ten seconds, Pastor, to wrap it up. It's been a great show tonight. Sure was. A very great show. And uh, we invite everyone to our spiritual warfare meeting, which we just talked about here, on October 31st. That's what we do with Halloween, spiritual warfare. What you can do for more information on it is call area code 313-933-9270. Area code 313-933-9270. That's the number for Strictly Biblical. Call at about 12 p.m. or 12.30 and get more information on how to get there. You will enjoy it. This is Pastor Moss saying God bless you, and we'll see you next time. by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. A Limited Grace with Brian Chappell blesses our airwaves every weekday with scripture and real-world problems. Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Keep up to date with Pastor Brian Chappell and his ministry Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell, weekdays at 3, right here on Faith Talk Detroit and faithtalkdetroit.com. The world wants us to think just like it does. The problem is that's usually not God's view. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie launches a series called Worldview. It's a series dedicated to helping us think and act biblically. We'll get insight on salvation and practical help in avoiding worry. Be sure to tune in for A New Beginning. Tune in mornings at 10 on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. If it's noon, it's Jay Secular Live only on Faith Talk 1500 WLQV and faithtalk1500.com. You're listening to FM 92.7 and Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 